Hello everyone, I am Alexandra Nyamoyaboyi, here with the third and last installment of our Unujua series, unpacking the current state of Africa's music industry. And contributing insights for this series is Ghanaian founder Yo Asanwani. This is Unujua, where we offer minimal actionable responses to important questions in about 15 minutes or less. But before we get into this episode, let's do the African Tech Roundup token dance. To earn some African Tech Roundup token, Here's this week's proof of play question. Who is this artist who just collaborated on the third Nigerian song, Certified Gold, in the US this year? Stay listening to the end of the episode for the answer. Then, fill out the Google form, link to the show notes, with your name, email address, silo address, and the correct answer to today's question. If you don't already have a social token wallet and silo address, get with the program by signing up at wallet.socialstack.co. Yo Samani is the co-founder and CEO of a mobile record label called Bose. In this episode, Yo shares his take on the challenges and benefits of streaming music and what he believes the industry disruptors of tomorrow will look like. Take a listen. The benefits, we'll start with the benefits because we don't want to seem like it's all doom and gloom and we're haters. The benefits of streaming is people can hear your music any and everywhere. If um, Drake releases Certified Loverboy, right, his last album, and everybody's online going crazy streaming, like a smaller artist can release Lover Certified Boy. You can like release the album at the same time and potentially, you know, you're not going to get anywhere near his success, of course, but you may get like a few people falling off the wayside who, who just might see your release. Oh, what's that? Press play. You can literally stand next to superstars on these platforms in some cases. You know, you have to understand the business of music. You have to know when to place yourself, key release dates, because everybody's being released on the same platform. Basically, you just have to strategize. In the past, you couldn't do that with you know when streaming services didn't exist. It was like, get out the way, this person is coming out, and you don't hear any noise for this amount of time. You know, go home, read a book, <laughs> go buy the CD if you want, and listen and join us. But don't put out music today. You can do that. You can stand next to these guys when they're putting out music, and you can catch some of their heat wave and warm yourself up a bit and get a few more listeners. So streaming is great for that. Like I said before, you can reach different parts of the world instantaneously. Of course, you have to do your legwork on the side. You have to develop your audiences using social media, using digital marketing, you know, using ads. And that's all possible. We're not talking like billboards on the street and stuff. We're talking about sort of digital ad spend Places like, you know, on Instagram, on YouTube, and on Facebook. It's like there are platforms in which for any budget, you can really hustle to increase the amount of people that are looking at you and listening to you. So that's the benefit of streaming. All your music in one place as well. It just makes it really easy. So, you know, I think music streaming is great. What we have to get right is the economics of music streaming. And for me, that's where I think the downside is is the economics of music streaming because it just doesn't pay well. So I, I, I'm trying to develop a new theory that is that really the streaming platforms are, are just your shop window. As important as your music is and as important to be heard, 
The streaming platforms are your shop window. It's where you capture your, your listeners and people come by, whether it's intentionally, unintentionally, you catch their attention. And then it's your job to convert those, those people that you've caught into your net into valuable fans or at least one-time buyers. It's like, what other products do you have besides your music that these people can make transaction with? If you see mu- music streaming as that for now, your business of music could improve until streaming services stop paying better or until you can capture enough fans to convert them into another platform where you can essentially get paid better for your music. So that, that, that's my, my take on music streaming. And it's great. Don't get me wrong. I subscribe to like three different platforms <laughs> religiously. So um, because I don't want to miss out. <laughs> so, you know, one of my favorite artists releases something that's magical. I'll buy the vinyl. That's what I will do. There are a few talented artists who can actually, you know, produce, write, perform. But not everybody should do that. We're getting a bit of ahead of ourselves when we think we're all sort of like Kanye. That's not true. Do you know what I mean? I, I, I honestly do think that um, artists should focus on being on, on artisting and being artists. The role of a producer today is you can reach more artists because the democratization of of the music business. Anybody can reach out to anybody, platforms, connect with people on social media, WhatsApp, etc. So I think there's a wider there, there are more artists for, 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 for producers to work with. I used to be managing director of one of the leading marketplaces for selling beats online. It's a booming market. We had several competitors. One of our competitors got acquired by Spotify. It's a booming market. It's like you can have a profile and you can sell your beats like you're selling hotcakes in a Sunday market. And you're not just selling to artists. You're selling to artists, you're selling to YouTubers, TikTokers, content creators, ad agencies. I, I, I just think that we're in a creator economy and music seems to be one of the art forms or one of the professional areas at the forefront of the creator economy because it's not always all sort of known songs. Sometimes people just need a dope melody and they want to attach it to their content. So I believe that music is really at the forefront of the creator economy. So many people are creating today, and there is a massive opportunity for writers and music producers in, in this creator economy, because we are all today, in one way or another, we're what we call multipreneurs. We're tapping more and more into our creative side, not necessarily our creative side, but our skills that we feel more comfortable displaying naturally, which we naturally call your talents. And essentially that's what's driving the creator economy. It's people who have talents and maybe they didn't manage to get a day job in these things. And so we're trying to monetize them online. So I think that music producers and writers actually, you know, life is getting better. You just have to, you have to be on the right platforms and you have to, the same way artists have to like, publicize themselves and promote themselves across social media and different platforms. I think uh, uh, writers and music producers do right as well. I, I do know that there's a challenge in terms of when you work with artists, like unless you're a big name producer, you're not really getting paid that much. So I think that producers need to figure out how to, to subsidize those, those costs. But I also think producers also need to 
I know like Spotify recently announced they will be paying songwriters in terms of their royalty share in a song. They'll be paying them slightly more than they were paying them previously. It's still peanuts, but they're paying them slightly more. I think as creatives, as songwriters, music producers, artists, we just have to keep like, you know, fighting to be paid what we are actually really worth. Remember that a lot of these tech companies, not all of them are built by musicians or people in the business, even though a lot of companies say, oh, built by musicians, for musicians, catchphrase. But a lot of these aren't actually built by musicians. They're built by like developers, engineers, tech guys, nothing wrong with that, right? So they're working off logic and they're working on solving problems. But they will miss out a lot of things in terms of, oh, okay, so you're actually supposed to get paid this much? Oh, you actually work this hard? Oh, oh, I see. So we have to actually be alongside these people, educating them on the inner workings of what we do so that we don't get left out by by innovation when innovation happens. We have to be part of the innovation. I'm, I'm, I'm like a techie. I couldn't code to save a life, but, you know, I'm an ideas guy and I have created a couple of products. But it's just because I love tech. So I sketch, I draw, I ideate, create, and I create, build a team of engineers and designers, and we create products. I'm a firm believer of being a part of the creative process, if not needing it be number two, number three. And that's how the best products will come out that favor us, is that we have to be into, in these conversations. We have to be innovating alongside. So the disruptors of tomorrow... I think it kind of leans back to my previous point, right, about learning what platforms exist out there, but also running alongside of innovation. And what a lot of people um, fear is like, oh, is my job going to be replaced by AI and, and whatnot? And it's a, it's a valid fear. It's, it's happening. But I think there's an opportunity where, where we can actually be work hand in hand with these innovations and lend our skills and our knowledge so that the next innovation is not necessarily just purely AI, but it also requires human skill. Whether I'm building a platform called Boss, you know, our tagline's making music business. And I think we'll be one of the, 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 the disruptions, disruptors of tomorrow. I'm not going to go into too much detail exactly on what we're doing, but it's all about looking at the music business and how creators, artists, can get a better footing, knowing that they're able to distribute music easily. What tools can better serve them for them to monetize their work better? I say this to say that I think that in terms of the next disruption or a big thing in music, it is going to be how artists can actually earn more money realistically without having to sacrifice on their art. And that, that, that's the space that I, am, I think is interesting. But before we go, here's this week's proof of play question. Who is this artist who just collaborated on the third Nigerian song, Certified Gold, in the US this year? The answer? Temilade Openi, aka Tense. According to Hypebeast, Tense just confirmed another collaboration with the Canadian artist Drake for 2022. So remember to get some African Tech Roundup token. Go ahead and fill out the Google form linked to the show notes with your name, email address, silo address, and the correct answer to today's question. If you don't already have a social token, wallet, and silo address, get with the program by signing up at wallet.socialstack.co. That's all for now. Until next time, and have a great week.